0: hello everybody howdy howdy good morning
1: good morning
0: i guess it's supposed to be good evening for the podcast huh i guess everybody will know this one was (laughs) pre-recorded i'm sure they figured that out by now
1: (laughs) on some of them for sure
0: (laughs) so how's your day going today
1: it's going fast my word It seems like when you have so many things stacked up in a day to accomplish, to accomplish, that the time just flies by and you're thinking, I need more than 24 hours to get all this done. Isn't
0: that (laughs) the truth?
1: Yes. And it just doesn't work that way. So hallelujah. I just figure I'll get done what I can get done and the rest will have to be put on another day's to-do list.
0: (laughs) Yes, I know. I feel your pain. Today has been, you know, Saturdays are my day. See there, I'm telling the rest of the story now. We're recording on Saturday.
1: (laughs) (laughs) No secrets here.
0: (laughs) But Saturdays are my day to play catch up in my personal life. Um, Our day to play catch up in our personal lives because we work all week long.
1: Mm -hmm.
0: And we work long hours during the week, you know and we do keep up through the evenings and when i get up in the mornings i always pick up because if you don't you know everything gets a little crazy but um saturdays are the day to to say okay what things around the house can i get accomplished today and then for me um well one thing i'll be doing today is grading lots of papers
1: <laughs> yes
0: so yes that's kind Y'all are of my up- day looks like for this weekend
1: right that's this is the end of the the sessions on this class that y'all are doing, isn't it? Um, Well,
0: on that class, on the Dr. Blash class, it is. Now, we don't have to grade anything for that class because that's not graded. Right. Um, There's no homework and there's no quizzes or tests on that. That's just a professional development learning Uh opportunity. And I'll tell you what, that's been incredible. Don't get me started talking on that class because it has... (laughs) I could take up the whole conversation, but that class has been amazing. We have received so much feedback for those who don't know, um, that are listening just to give a little context on that. I work for Wilson university and we do a series called Wilson live series. And we've been currently in session in one called mental health and evangelism with Dr. Blash for the last two weeks.
1: It was phenomenal.
0: Um, and (laughs) Girl, the feedback from pastors and their wives and the testimonies from people in the class. And it has been nonstop. It has made yes. me cry. Yesterday I was an emotional wreck because I was getting contacted by so many different people that were saying, Sister Ballinger, when are you rerunning this class? This class has revolutionized a situation we were dealing with. There's been people that have been reached through this class. I know just off the top of my head, two people were baptized directly as a result of this class the last Mm -hmm. two weeks. And so that's been pretty incredible. But the good thing is, is that we don't have to grade anything from that class. And Dr. Blash is the instructor. So he uh, guides that. But um, since we're talking about it, I might as well put a plug.
1: (laughs) Yes, it was life changing. And I will tell you, well worth the money you pay to take it well worth every penny. well
0: and we're going um, to be running another session with him starting March 22nd on covid and yes. the spiritual mental uh, ramifications and fallout and um components that were affected by covid and i mean anything that comes from Dr. Blash is so impacting and he see he works on everything through the eyes of the spirit and through yes. the gateway of the word of God and the infilling of the Holy ghost and so working through it. the spirit realm to deal with the psyche and all that kind of stuff. And so, and then in um, April, the end of April, um, I'm not sure if it's the 19th or the 26th, uh, you can keep dry posted. We are going to be running mental health and evangelism again. So oh. if you didn't get to take it, please do so i think it will bless your
1: church absolutely it's life changing
0: yeah so anyway boy we could take a whole session to talk about that but my grading will actually be um i am teaching a class for the leap program right now called leadership formation
1: ah okay
0: and this is week 1 oh wait this is week 2 so They had an assignment in week one, and so I need to get everything graded for them because they're going to have an assignment next week. And so I try to get their first assignment graded before they start on their second assignment so they know what I'm going to be looking for, you know, when they're working on their second assignments. And so I like to give them feedback on their first assignment and time for them to have an idea of how to approach their second assignment. So today I'm going to be grading papers probably the majority of the day and trying to get those back to students. So, yeah, that's what my Saturday will look like today. What your day is busy.
1: Yeah, we're, we are, um, Antonia has testing. Of course, you know, she's doing school online. So, she's trying to get all of her assignments complete that are due by tomorrow, finish up what she did not have done the rest of this week. Uh, You know, she's doing the step ahead program. So, she's not only taking high school, she's taking college and So she's trying to get that completed. And then also we're trying to get the Sunday school classroom finished because we're starting Sunday school, March 7th, which is next Sunday. We're excited about that. We're so excited. Yes. And we're down to the wire and we've almost got it complete. We just have um, Joe, of course, is over there right now finishing. He's retexturing the ceiling. We took all the popcorn off and he's retexturing it with that beautiful texture. I, I never can remember what it's called that brother Miguel does, you know, he did it at mom's oh, house yes. and um Joe's learned how to do that and he loves it. So he's been doing all the ceilings over there with that, which I love because once you get popcorn off the ceiling, it makes a house um, increase in value or a building. So he's just increasing the value if we grow up, when we grow, that's by faith. When we grow out of this building, we'll be able to get more value out of it. So he's doing that. And he said, I need you to come over and spot me. Well, so far I haven't made it over there, but I've sent my wonderful helper, my assistant Antonia over. And she actually <laughs> has helped him this oh, week wow. to do some of that. So she's learning how to mud and tape and all that good stuff with her dad. She loves That's doing incredible. that kind of stuff.
0: That's awesome. Yeah. That is so, incredible.
1: Yes. And then I've been getting prepared and ready. We're going to Hutchinson again tonight for Antonia's 3D Youth award ceremony banquet and um just trying to get things done and then of course you know we had set to record today so I was trying to make sure everything was prepared and ready to go by one o'clock for the time we had set and it just seems like things kept piling up piling up and I said okay what gets done gets done what doesn't we'll just put it for Monday
0: (laughs) (laughs) right sometimes you just have to do that huh
1: yes absolutely
0: time in the day well that's super exciting about Antonia uh, yes. We have a young lady here who owns an electrical company, and she just added on to her electrical company, a restoration and cleaning company for um, people who've had fires or flooding or whatever you know those types of things. Basically, like the people that are cleaning the church right now. Yes. And um, and um, she there she seems like she's doing really well with it. And girl, her electrical company is rocking and rolling. In fact, she's been working on brother and sister. Um, she's been working in Ensenada, Mexico. Wow! Um, with the missionaries there, uh-huh. on the church there, and has done all the electrical there. Um, just recently for their remodel. That's and, awesome. Yeah, it's been amazing. So um I think it's cool, and Tony's into that kind of stuff. Who knows? She might have a. a a business mm-hmm. <laughs> idea in the future, He you know, some people do really <laughs> good at stuff like that. <laughs>
1: and if not, she'll be a huge blessing and help in the church for sure.
0: Right. So. Absolutely. Which is key. So, so yes. anyways, today, what are we talking about today?
1: Well, today I was thinking, you know, we were going to interview our sister and so that's going to be next week. So everybody has to wait for that. But I was thinking since we're always so intense (laughs) and we got to talk and remember we said it's hard to be, um, it's hard to do funny things sometimes and lighter things because we're not shallow people, which we don't want everybody to think that we're so heavenly minded. We're no earthly good. (laughs) Dad always said that. Remember, you can be so spiritually minded, you're no earthly good, or you can be so carnally minded, you're no spiritually good. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> right. So he always impressed upon us to be balanced, balanced, balanced. And I'm thankful for that. And so um, I said, what can we name this? What's the title? And we got to talk you and I, and we were like, well, we could just tell some stories and some funny things that have happened to us or some things we've lived in. And so I think it'd be fun today. And I was thinking, what kind of title, what kind of title? And that song came to me by um, Korea soul. I think it is, or. Uh, that they sing with B.B. Uh, Winans, laughter does good, just like a medicine. Oh, yeah. You know, laughter does good, just like a medicine.
0: Yes. Yeah, and
1: So I thought that would be but something fun is just maybe kind of tell some fun stories, some things that we've lived through growing up in a preacher's home and just how um, mom and dad were you know, we've been talking about world changers, I think is what you titled it, what we had titled it. And mom and dad were definitely some of the best world changers, in my opinion. Yes. They weren't fancy. They weren't rich. They weren't, um, they didn't put on airs. They were real people, Anna. And they taught us to be real, not to try to be something that we weren't. Mm -hmm. And they also taught us to be balanced. And I'm so thankful for that. And so I was thinking, You know, before we get to going, because I'm sure you've got some doozies and I thought it'd be fun to see if we kind of come up with some of the same stories together. But I was thinking, you know, before we get real hysterical, (laughs) Oh no, I'm gonna give a little bit of (laughs) I'm gonna be a little balanced here (laughs) and have a couple scriptures for everyone. (laughs)
0: Oh Jesus, okay, help us Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Get us started, Lord.
1: So I thought I'd read at least Proverbs seventeen twenty two because I do like this verse. A merry heart doeth good like a medicine, but a broken spirit drieth the bones. So I looked up the word merry, you know, me on the dictionary nut. Right. And merry actually means to be cheerful, lively, rejoicing. And then that scripture referred me to Proverbs 15, 13. Yes. And it said, a merry heart maketh a cheerful countenance. But by sorrow of the heart, the spirit is broken. And I thought, you know, that would be something really cool to talk about today because we're living in such a sad world right now. We're living in a world full of grief because Mm -hmm. a lot of people have lost precious loved ones. We're living in a world um, just full of anger and hate and just all the ucky stuff because of all the the changes that have happened and as we grow older if we're honest people don't do good with change but change is really good for us and so i thought it'd be fun to um just maybe tell some good fun stories real life stories that have happened to us growing up and sure. through our lifespan um and ecclesiastes right. three and four says that there's a time to weep and a time to laugh a time to mourn and a time to dance so since we have done all of that and have included a little bit of laughing today, we could even include some of our stories who may not, which may not be funny to some people, but to us, it'll be just a good reminiscing.
0: <laughs> They'll probably be hysterical to us because we know how crazy things got in the middle of the fall. <laughs> Right? <laughs> I think that'll so, be
1: fun. Okay, so let's get started. You want to start off a story?
0: Why don't you go ahead?
1: Okay. Um, So we have several. And I thought, I don't, I'm sure you'll remember this when I get started. When we were growing up, um, nobody in our church for a long time had a pool, you know. And so thankfully, back in the day, (laughs) listen to me (laughs) talking like I'm... (laughs) In my senior moments, it's pretty bad.
0: You can say back in the day.
1: I know, right? Right. Well, I'm getting there quicker than I want to. I know, so
0: am I. You're not coming out of my mouth more often and more often
1: lately. Right. So, we used to rent the YMCA because. Oh, Hutchinson was Lord. not big enough to have a YWCA. <laughs> Girl, I already know where you're
0: going with this. Like, <laughs> I forgot about
1: this. You and um, so we Sorry. had girls' nights and then they had guys' nights because, of course, we never believed in mixed bathing. Dad sure. was deaf against that. Right. And I'm thankful for that because that kept a lot of nasty things out of the church. And I appreciated him being a man of God and standing up for that. So. Okay, so we rented the YMCA on this particular night, <laughs> and we had this precious little elderly lady that just <laughs> loved <laughs> coming with us to our girls' swim nights. <laughs> and um we, of course, we always requested for a female lifeguard mm-hmm. and... The YMCA was usually empty because we did it after hours and they were gracious enough to open after hours for us. Just the pool and the the area, you know, where you would get dressed in the locker rooms and whatever for the pool. And they had a rule that before you went into the pool, you had to get under the showers and wet yourself down and whatever, you know, before you got into there chlorine pool or whatever (laughs) I don't know exactly what the legalities were for (laughs) who knows (laughs) well this sweet little elderly lady (laughs) who thought she was still 19 I guess (laughs) comes prancing out in her pretty little Swim attire
0: <laughs> that was like nineteen forties swimming
1: with lace and all the fancy reds and you know. And she decides tonight she is not going to rinse down in the showers before she goes out to the pool. She's going to beat everybody and get in that pool before we all do. <laughs> <laughs> so we're all rinsing off and whatever, and we come out to get in the pool, and she does this. Beautiful swan dive, I guess, <laughs> into the pool. <laughs> and she has not acclimated her body temp to the pool waters.
0: That was probably what the showers were for. Were
1: right? Cool. <laughs> and she gets a cramp in her leg. And here we all are in our swimming attire and she's hollering i have a cramp in my leg help me help me <laughs> and then she starts sucking water yes and she starts to go to the bottom you know so here we are we're hollering for our <laughs> lifeguard who has not come in yet so, so a here man comes-
0: lifeguard comes
1: <laughs> yes a man lifeguard that was working in the other area of the building comes running in so here we all are ducking under the water not thinking that you can see straight <laughs> <through>. <laughs>
0: Should we be telling this in a public forum?
1: (laughs) (laughs) And we're like, oh, (laughs) (laughs) and he pulls this lady out of the water and (laughs) lays her flat on the side of the (laughs) beach. I never believed this was
0: true. <laughs> okay, you have to quit laughing because nobody <laughs> What are
1: you saying? Oh my lady! <laughs> he starts lifting her leg (laughs) and pumping her leg up and down and water is (laughs) shooting out of her mouth like a waterfall. (laughs) Like a fountain. I thought that was only in the trick shows that you see like when you go to Disneyland and stuff like that. (laughs) (laughs) All of us girls were like,
0: Wow, that's cool. <laughs> that if y'all didn't understand what she said, he was pumping her leg up and down in water was shooting out of her mouth. And it was legit shooting out of her mouth like a fountain.
1: <laughs> yes. And so he's he got her pumped out of water, I guess. And then he said. He told her, he said, now you need to lay here and rest for a little bit before you get back in. You've got to get your body settled down. He walks out. We're all like, oh, thank God he's out of here. The lady jumps back into the pool and gets another cramp in her
0: By that time, we were done.
1: (laughs) yes and finally thank god the lady lifeguard came in and she told the elderly lady she said i don't think you better get back in the pool for a while i think you need to just go over there and sit in one of the lounge chairs for about 30 minutes <laughs> she let her back in remember <laughs> she wouldn't yeah she stayed in there and she told the lady i'm not going to let you get back in she wouldn't but i have never girl i think i was maybe 12 or 10 when that happened maybe oh, yeah. 13 you,
0: I, you had to be because I know I was little. I was maybe nine or 10.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That was one of my funniest stories that I will never forget.
0: <laughs> I had totally forgotten about that story until you just said that. That was hysterical. I have never it seen was. water come gushing out of a person's mouth like that in my entire life. I was like, we were like, oh my word! He's pumping her leg like a water pump and a water shooting out of her.
1: Face. We were all like amazed. It was like magic. that was the best magic was, show we'd ever seen. It was a magic show. (laughs) that was
0: hysterical and it oh man there are a lot of funny memories there are a lot of funny memories attached to that because I can still when you tell that story I can still see every detail and I won't tell some of the details because there are probably too many details but there were some funny details in that story when that guy came in that room and all those women oh my goodness that was hysterical that was a good (laughs) one Sarah man how did I top that
1: Oh, you don't have to top it, girl. We've had some good life experiences.
0: <laughs> I think one of my funny stories growing up with the elders, we just, okay, so funny stuff happened all the time. And I think it was God's way of giving us a reprieve from the intensity of life. Yes. But um, <laughs> we had a lady that lived across from us who was. Just oh, yes. She was nuts, certifi- certifiably nuts. The whole city <laughs> and the whole neighborhood knew she was nuts. Really, she was filled with spirits. Yes. <laughs> but she would do wax stuff. Okay. She'd attack neighbors. And oh, man, it, it got wild in the neighborhood. We, the police were out there quite often. <laughs> and <laughs> I, this might not be funny to anybody else, but it is funny to me. Um, but I have a weird sense of humor, anyways. <laughs> 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 but she was always doing crazy stuff and and um, I I mean I could tell you story after story I could tell you how two friends came down for youth camp and we stood up we stayed up all night watching out the window of my bedroom as she cleaned out an RV and poured the porta out in the front in the street yes. and then swept it all over in the neighbor's drainage and all kinds of stuff she just did crazy stuff but our house burnt down and I was 14 I think I was thirteen, getting ready to be fourteen, and um, it was a crazy time. And uh, we were not living on site, but do you remember the night that we went over and it, it was part of the cleanup effort? And Brian Wells and I think it was Gene <laughs> Bills or Jim Bilson. Yes, were working in the house. I do. And I know working, where you're going. <laughs> they were working in the attic <laughs> and they had been working with, was it straight ammonia and yes. cleaning the smoke damage in the attic? Cause we gutted the house, cleaned it, restored it, built it even more beautiful than it was before. Mm-hmm. And we pulled up and they came staggering out of the house, <laughs> like drunk men. And we mm-hmm. thought, what is going on with them? (laughs) And we thought they were playing and they came over to the car and were telling us about all of the pink elephants and pigs and (laughs) crazy things that were happening in the attic of the house. And we, we, asked him what's wrong with you guys are you kidding and we're laughing hysterically because of course we're 13 and 15 and everything at that point in life is funny right but they were staggering all over the yard and we were screaming because they were telling us all these antics these weird creatures were doing in the attic and um, it finally dawned on us that they were high they were higher than kites on the ammonia Yes, and they were not faking. I mean, they no. were they were straight <laughs> up high. And remember that woman across the street? The funny part that got so hysterical, and I think just got us so tickled that night, was that she had every curtain in her living room open, and yes. she was blaring Michael Jackson music, and she had on this psychedelic dress. <laughs> And she was doing the boogie woogie in her sink, in her living room. She was putting yes, on was. for the whole neighborhood. And so we had her over here doing her boogie woogie, which actually was pretty good with the Michael Jackson thing going on. I mean, I gotta be honest. From right? a 13 year old's perspective, it was like, Hey, that's kind of groovy. <laughs> and then we have these two higher than a kite guys over here telling us this story. And during that period of life, Um, it just was humorous you know I remember just sitting in the car with mom just screaming laughing at you know in such a hard yes. time that all this crazy stuff was going on so that's one thing that i kind of remember i mean that's kind of a that's probably kind of a letdown after the funny pull story
1: oh no <laughs> no that was still good
0: but that was um just one of those crazy memory memories of of life on george street
1: <laughs> yes oh man george street we had some good things happen there didn't we
0: It was an interesting neighborhood for sure.
1: (laughs) I remember dad was so against having a cat and I never really knew why until I got older, but he was actually allergic to cats. And, um, but he would never tell us kids that because he always wanted us, you know, to, to be able to have a pet. And we had dogs, of course he had hunting dogs and Paul trained hunting dogs. And we also had our beagle. We named Sherlock Holmes. Remember that? (laughs) Mm -hmm. Yeah. And, but you and I had begged and begged and begged for a cat for whatever reason. I don't know if maybe somebody in the neighborhood we played with had a cat or what. And dad, you know, he held out and kept saying, no, no. We finally had worn him down or else he felt sorry for somebody. And, got a cat one time for us, and it was a gray and white cat. We named it TJ. I don't know why. I don't even know where the name come from. I think you actually named it TJ.
0: I probably did. I was always naming the animal something other than their (laughs) real name.
1: Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And I remember that cat was so weird. I think it had a devil in it.
0: (laughs) It hated me. I know that much.
1: Yeah, I remember it would come hopping down the hall at you sideways with its back all hunched up mm-hmm. and its fur all, remember how its fur would just bloom out and its tail yes. would bush out and that thing would just hiss. Well, run time, we had an evangelist and I don't remember who the evangelist was. Maybe the Gants. I don't remember. Seems like it mm-hmm. might've been the Gants.
0: Yeah. And getting... mom,
1: yeah, mom said, we better lock that cat in the bathroom because <laughs> literally we would come home some nights, and that cat would be hanging on the curtains, yes, just he like would. going crazy and wild. He was an actor. We'd, like, <laughs> we'd say, "Mom, look, TJ's on the curtains," and my mom would say, "Oh dear, Jesus, help us, Lord."
0: <laughs> Marcia got us that cat. Remember when we came home? I was in kindergarten. We came home from school, and that cat was sitting in the corner of the chair, and we were so happy he was so yeah. such a devil
1: <laughs> <laughs> he was so that night mom said okay we're gonna put tj in the bathroom and shut the door because we do not want the house a mess because we're having the gate i think it was the gants we're having the gants over whoever it was the evangelist she said we're gonna have the evangelist over after church tonight and serve soup and whatever else she had cooked
0: probably blow these sandwiches
1: <laughs> probably that was a uh, pastime because we were so poor we couldn't really afford all the expensive lunch meats back then <laughs> and um so we put tj in the bathroom well i mean it was a rocking service and it had lasted quite a while and we came home and mom said okay you girls need to go check the bathroom and make sure everything's okay before we before <laughs> they get here so we opened the door Yo- yep oh i remember that silly cat had somehow got the toilet paper and it was still on the roll but it had got it stuck in its claws or something yes, and went did. crazy and totally TP the whole bathroom <laughs> <You did. laughs> remember. Girl, I do It was, it was over the mirror
0: curtains. It was over the mirror. I think he went frantic <laughs> trying to get it off of his claws. <laughs> Something. And we were like, oh dear Jesus, help us get this cat settled down.
1: <laughs> there was a whole mom came in
0: pee all over the
1: bathroom, unrolled. Yes. <laughs> and she was like, oh dear, we've got to get this bathroom cleaned up before they landle this kids here. <laughs> So we were rushing around trying to get toilet paper off of everything. <laughs> yes, that was that funny was a too. good And memory. there was
0: kind of a little hallway in that bathroom. Remember, it, it had kind of yes. a long entryway before uh-huh. it went back to where like the toilet and shower and all the um, yes bathroom accommodations were. And he got that toilet paper clear up in that long foyer away over the cabin doors. I all I could think was he must have went frantic trying to get that toilet paper (laughs) off of his paws.
1: Yes. (laughs) Poor little cat. Know if I felt sorry for that
0: that. cat or not? I used to drop. Remember when I would? I was little then, tiny, tiny then, and really petite. And I would jump up on that hallway humidifier and curl up in a ball because he would hop down the hallway hissing at me. Remember that cabinet style humidifier we had in the hallway? I remember. Me and that, I'd have to jump up on that thing because that's the only place the cat couldn't get me. (laughs) I hated that cat with
1: a passion. I know he was not
0: so much at first, but he was so mean. (laughs) <laughs> and then we ended up he giving away because he kept fishing the guppies out of the fish tank. Remember that? <laughs> <laughs> yes. I remember that. Her dad would,
1: dad would say, in that, that silly cat. He kept fishing the
0: fish out of the fish tank. I guess he liked fish for dinner for sure.
1: <laughs> guppies were his specialty. <laughs> you like, ha, 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 I'm going to give me another one.
0: Looking back, that's funny because I didn't really realize that we had a lot of pets growing up.
1: We did.
0: <laughs> Between the cats and the fish and the dogs.
1: Yes. <laughs> there were
0: always animals around the property. And yes. so that was a big part of our world growing up. Um, I remember Dancer and Justice.
1: Mm-hmm. Those
0: were, I think that's the first dogs I really remember. I know there were. Marsha talks about Snoopy and Paul and then others, but the first dog and cat I really remember were dogs were dancer and justice and Patty and Patty, the
1: Irish Setter that we had
0: Patty. I I always tell Daniel, if we get a dog, I want another Patty, an an outside dog. I wouldn't have a dog that big inside the house. It just, because of my allergies and the hair, I can't do a, a big long haired dog in the house. I just, can do yes. it um but if i ever had room for a dog to run land um i would love to do another irish setter
1: yes as patty he was beautiful like
0: our patty he was such a he was so good with us as kids and he was so well trained of course because mm-hmm. he was trained by that dog trainer that Paul used to work for,
1: mm-hmm.
0: and um, but I do remember them, and then I remember, of course, TJ, and then the fish tank. We yes. loved the fish tank and was full. Yes, of- and Dad liked guppies because they were pretty. Yes, and um, and then after that, we adopted that neighborhood cat that we called Tiger. Remember that?
1: <laughs> yes,
0: and he chewed on our toes while we were sleeping, and. <laughs> We'd sneak him in and he'd wet the bed and mom would be irate. She would be, "Yes, get that dog out of, I mean, that cat out of this house. He has (laughs) used the bathroom on the bed and it's stinking up the whole entire house. Anna, did you sneak that cat in the house again? We were always sneaking (laughs) that cat in the house. (laughs) And, And he was, I don't, why did cats like to chew on our toes while we were
1: sleeping? I think they thought it was just a toy or something, you know. Because maybe our feet, <laughs> maybe got our toes the, stuck up. <laughs>
0: maybe I, maybe they wiggled while we slept or something. I don't
1: know. I, I don't either. wonder Why Cats were they are so silly
0: on our toes? <laughs> right. So anyway, I do remember that a lot about the pets. Probably, yeah. Um, one good, a, a fun memory that I have, of course. And we were talking about this a little earlier today probably one of my we took a lot of road trips growing up oh yes and I do remember being two and three years old probably some of my earliest memories of traveling were to camp on the mountain
1: oh yes uh,
0: brother Hayman's camp meeting up on the mountain in, in yes. Colorado and I don't remember per se significant events, although one just did pop in my head. That is hysterical. I totally forgot about it um, for the trips to camp on the mountain. That's not the memory that popped in my head, but um, I do remember, you know, going up the mountains and that being our first, my first introduction to the mountains and just falling mm-hmm. in love with them. And then I remember the choir tours. And yes. those are some of the first road trips. <laughs>
1: I I know where you're going. I get
0: some funny (laughs) memories from the choir trips. Oh my goodness. There are some hysterical memories from the choir trips. Um, (laughs) I have to tell one. I just have to tell one because they're so funny. Um, But I was probably about four and five when we did the choir trips. And Mm -hmm. two that I remember significantly. So Hutchison had a choir that was rocking Um, My mom, of course, we talked with her last week or two weeks ago.
1: Two weeks ago. um,
0: And she told her story and we talked about her musical um, skill in her music ministry. But back in the day, people don't know unless they know. She was amazing. She could do black gospel of the early 80s era unbelievable on the organ and yes. and then my brother and sister paul and marcia which we talked a little bit about this in our musical um, conversation with my mom met up with a young black man named brian um, anderson anderson at hutchinson community college one day in the student union and he started to come and work with our choir and worked with yes. marcia and paul and the choir and so for the early 80s, late 70s, early 80s, we had a very, very musical and very, um, uh, very skilled choir for that period of time because of mm-hmm. uh, the clinicians that would come in and work with us. I remember mom and dad would have people such as the Hamby's yes. uh, would work with the choir when they came through and did revival. I remember, um, was it, what was her name? Joy, Ham- Joy Hamby.
1: Yes. And Mm -hmm. Ron Hammond Sister Sarles.
0: Came in and and they worked with the choir. And they were some of the top of their day. And Sister Sarles, of course, came in and worked with the choir. And so Hutchison had an incredible choir. I would love to dig out some of the old tapes. Yes. And hear the choir from back in the day, because I remember doing songs like he was more than just a man. Uh, Pentecostals yes. and Katie did that a couple of years ago and it brought back so many memories. And when that song first came out and yes, Oh, I just can't remember all of the songs. Um, rivers of joy. I remember the choir yes. doing rivers of joy flooding my soul mm-hmm. and, and the choir was rocking. So many churches would contact Hutchison and ask, Hutchison, to come in and sing at their church, and so in the summer we would do what we called choir tours, kind of like the Pentecostals of a or there's a church in Illinois that does it now, and I can't remember what their names are,
1: mm-hmm. and
0: um they do a great choir too. It's somewhere around Chicago. Is that right? Mattoon? Mattoon, maybe. Mattoon yes, that has a great East yeah. choir.
1: So uh-huh.
0: our choir would go on choir tours like that, and. Uh, one of the choir tours we did was to Arkansas and to some of the churches in Arkansas, such as the Sorrels and the, and the Jones. Jones. And then there were some other churches in that area. I don't know where all they sang on that. But during that choir tour, they went to Branson. And, of yes. course, it's a mountainous journey to Branson. And yes. we had this one young lady in the choir that got very, very carsick. <laughs> And they would go through the mountains to Branson and she would have her hand head hanging out the window, sicker than a dog. And the guys would be like, don't get close to the window. Don't do that on me. (laughs) But I do remember one of the stories that I really remember well was I got carsick too when I was little Uh and we went to Colorado on this specific choir tour (laughs) And when we went to Colorado, we did Colorado Springs and then we did the Haymans in Denver and we would do some other churches. I don't remember what all churches we did, but they Mm -hmm. would map it out, you know, and then we would do this tour of the churches we were going to sing at. And then we would sightsee why we were there. Well, we went up Pikes Peak and (laughs) this individual was in the back of the van and the road to Pikes Peak was dangerous back then. (laughs) (laughs)
1: and majorly hairpin I don't even I think really be more like switchback roads when you get to certain areas
0: it makes me honestly sick thinking about it and I'm not even scared (laughs) of heights but it was literally like the van would be hugging the wall and you look over the side and it was a sheer drop off and um, this individual was not a small individual and (laughs) they were between the seats in the back of the van begging God for their lives (laughs)
1: And and praying praying in tongues. And praying in
0: tongues (laughs) that we would make it to the top of Mike's Peak. And then they started throwing up. And it was just like, oh, Jesus, help us. (laughs) I remember being little thinking, okay, first we were going to die because we were going to fall off the side of the mountain, but now we're just going to die from asphyxiation from this person throwing up. I was never so glad to get to the top of that mountain girl I can just remember the drama in that band, the girls being like oh god get out and the guys were like this is disgusting
1: I remember that too <laughs>
0: oh my goodness but the oh choir tours were a lot of fun That—that that was a that was a fun part of life
1: yes it was we enjoyed that. That's when we discovered Fargo's Pizza Palace. Man, I still oh, love yes. Fargo's Pizza
0: Palace. I hope we didn't do. go out of business in COVID. I I really hope I know. It. Girl, I hope man, not that would too. be terrible. I that's my favorite pizza pizza place in the entire world. I
1: love Fargo's <laughs> Pizza. Just because of the atmosphere. <laughs> mm-hmm. I agree. It's just got an old world atmosphere. Mm-hmm.
0: And the pizza's good mm. too.
1: Yes. And speaking of um traveling, road travels, that was one thing I loved about mom and dad. Because they made America come alive to us. Yes. And, you know, both you and I have seen over half of the United States. Um, in fact, I was looking the other day and I think I only have four states and that includes Alaska. No, with Alaska and Hawaii, it'd be five states that I have not been in in the United States.
0: Oh, wow. I'm so that, that's I think it's like I think mine is around 41 or 42.
1: Yeah. But I didn't go to Connecticut
0: and Maine and New Hampshire with you all that one summer because I was yeah
1: when we did that New England tour.
0: So I missed that one.
1: Yeah, Um, but Mom and Dad were so good about that, and so it made America come alive to us. And I think too, it really caused us to be more patriotic. Oh yeah, because Dad was determined that even though we weren't wealthy and we didn't have a lot of money he was going to make a way for us kids to be able to see the beauty of God's creation and that's what he would talk about you know when we would travel um, he would talk about just think kids I remember him saying this a lot just think girls if this is so beautiful like this down here what's heaven gonna look like and I think in his way of saying that mm-hmm. he was teaching us and training us to think about heaven Oh, yeah. you know, and Absolutely. not just the beauty of heaven, oh, yes. but to set our sights on heaven, you know? Right. And, um, one of those trips, Anna, know, you'll remember this, we went, we actually started off to go just for a family reunion to Indiana mm-hmm. and we didn't go often. We did when we were younger, we went a little more often than we did when we got older to family reunions, because it was so far away. Um, but I remember, especially when there was like a general conference back East mm-hmm. or a meeting dad wanted to attend or whatever, you know, he was on the district board and the general board for a long time when mm-hmm. he was with the UPCI. And um, so he would center our vacations around like a general conference or a family reunion or something like right. that. Yes. And, and, this particular vacation he had centered around the family reunion and i think general conference too because general conference was in kentucky that year and is that correct uh, was that the year we went to kentucky um or ohio
0: it was ohio. i know there was, I
1: was yeah i think Taylor, it might have been Ohio. i don't
0: think that was general conference time though are you talking about the year we went to washington Yes. No, that would have been summertime. So I don't think we went to a car. I think that was just a family okay. trip. That summer. A family
1: reunion. Yeah. yeah. I do remember we started off with the family reunion mm-hmm. and then dad said, we're going to go on and make this a vacation. Right. So he had this old blue Ford truck <laughs> that was single cab, no yes. cruise control. And he had an old camper topper on the back of it remember that Mm -hmm. had a A a,
0: bathroom and two beds a bathroom a bed over the the top of the truck and then the table like a a bed. yes and that's where you and and I slept in a little kitchenette
1: yes and then he had a metal old-fashioned metal fishing boat that he pulled behind on an old beat-up trailer trailer. that he had kind (laughs) of (laughs) kind of rigged created (laughs) 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 that he was pulling behind that truck and we were squeezed in that single cab we were a lot skinnier then (laughs) (laughs) we were a lot skinnier then but we were still squeezed in there like sardines (laughs) we were squeezed in like sardines and remember it was so hot yes and so we'd roll the windows down i don't think it had air conditioning i don't
0: think it did
1: And we would roll the windows down because (laughs) it was hot. And because dad could hang his arm out one door and I could hang my arm out. Yes. And mom and I would be squished in the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Yes. So we proceeded to drive from Kansas, Hutchinson, Kansas, the middle of the United States. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And we did that whole Eastern tour you know Seaboard we went to indiana
0: mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> yes and then after indiana dad started weaving his way up <laughs> to washington mm-hmm. dc <laughs> yeah and i remember we would be driving and dad just thought this was so hilarious that truck <laughs> had one of those big old-fashioned kind of wooden steering wheels yes and he'd be driving you know we're all bouncing because it had the old bouncy seats that were <laughs> with springs Mm-hmm. <laughs> You know, roads were not as good as they were now. Well, I say that, but some roads are still terrible. Mm-hmm. Um, but we'd be driving down the interstate and cars would literally come zooming up. And then they'd get beside us and slow down and people would be looking at us and pointing <laughs> at us. And <laughs> remember, like, you and I would be like scrunching down <laughs> at the seat, Like the <laughs> belly hill like,
0: hillbillies. <laughs>
1: We'd be like, oh, no, they're looking at us again. Yes, I remember that. (laughs) And I remember one time we stopped, and I think this was either in Virginia or West Virginia. We stopped, and we had to get gas. And I'm telling you, Anna, it was somewhere in a holler. It was,
0: yes, the hills of West Virginia.
1: It was like... One of those old-fashioned uh-huh. gas stations, general you know, that store. you see in those like old calendars. Store. Yes. Yes. And dad pulls up to the gas tank, jumps out. And I mean, it was like, if I could be really blunt, <laughs> it was <laughs> like cockroaches <laughs> out, out of the darkest night. <laughs> yes. <laughs> These guys came out in their bib overalls half of them toothless with these wild hairdos it's like and corn cob pipe
0: that's the first time in my life I literally ever saw a corn cob pipe in real life and not in a pop-up
1: yes and they would come up and start talking to dad and they loved his old ugly metal boat yes they (laughs) thought it was amazing They thought it was so cool. And I mean, every single time, I never have forgotten this, they would say, how much you want for your boat, mister?
0: (laughs) He should have sold that damn boat. He could have have sold sold that thing.
1: He could have sold it at least 20 times on that trip alone. For real. (laughs) And I remember You and I would be scrunching down the scene. We'd be like, I cannot believe this. Because we were teenage, you know, I was at least 13, I think. And you were close to being a teenager. Right. You'd be like, I cannot believe this. Why did he bring that stupid boat?
0: It's so funny. That is the truth. And we'd be going through those mountains, hauling that crazy (laughs) thing behind us.
1: Yes, but that was one of the funnest trips, and Dad took us all the way to Washington, D.C., and I remember we got to see the changing of the guards. Yes. We got to go through, um, what's the cemetery there? Arlington Uh, National
0: Cemetery. Arlington
1: National Cemetery. We got to see the Abraham Lincoln Memorial, and Anna, I have never forgotten how that, when I stood in front of that, I felt such awe. Yeah. I have never forgotten that. We toured the White House. We toured the White House. And
0: President Reagan, we thought we were going to get a see him. He was in a meeting, the floor above us, and he was going to come down and greet people. But his meeting ran over. So the group after us got to meet him, but we didn't get yes. to meet him. That was always kind of disappointing, but it was amazing still to tour the White House.
1: Yes. And that was the same trip that then after we left, because it was so hot. I remember Daddy, instead of sleeping in the camper, he had slept on a picnic table and yes. the sleeping there because it was so terribly hot. And I remember that he got up after we were there, I think two or three days. He got up and he packed everything, and you and I were still sleeping.
0: Three in the morning, and he pulled out.
1: Three in the morning, he pulled out. I heard the truck start up, and you and I slept. But when we woke up, it was daylight, and I think it was maybe 10 or 11. He had stopped to get gas somewhere, and we said, Where are we at, Dad? <laughs> he said, I don't know, and I don't care. I'm just getting out of this heat.
0: <laughs> he was headed for Cooler Country. And I literally think we were crossing the Delaware when yes. we woke yes. up. Um,
1: mm-hmm.
0: I, I'm trying to think of where the Delaware is, but I feel like I remember he said, we are crossing the Delaware. Yes. And we he was heading for North Carolina, the, the mountains of Cherokee, the Smoky Mountains. He said, I'm heading for Cooler yes. Country.
1: But yes. one thing and, I
0: really loved about that trip, Sarah. Oh, I'm sorry, if you weren't thought done, I don't want to interrupt your thoughts. No,
1: it's it's okay. Well, I was just gonna say when we finally got to North Carolina in Cherokee, he pulled into a KOA and it was so cool and so beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we were so thankful that we had found cooler weather. And it was so breathtakingly beautiful. It was such a different terrain than what we had seen in mountains before. Mm-hmm. But it was so beautiful.
0: It was. At first we were mad because remember we were supposed to go back to the Smithsonian the second day. We were only yes. in Washington, D.C. one day. And it got so hot that night. Yes. pulled out, And we had a, a tour arranged to finish Going to the Smithsonian and then to go To the Capitol because we didn't get to go to the Capitol the day we were right There There just wasn't enough time in the day we went to The Smithsonian and finished the day off at the Smithsonian and remember we got to See the spider diamond it was on display That was really really cool Yeah we thought it was going to be this Amazing diamond like a ring and it was just a big Huge rock
1: (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, we like, that's that. a
0: diamond. We ran all the way over here to see that before the museum <laughs> <new Zim> closed.
1: <laughs> yes. I, I think like, my favorite thing there at Smithsonian was we got to see the original Betsy Ross. Yes, flag.
0: that was amazing. And they had to pull it out because they keep it in the dark.
1: Uh-huh. That was cool. But
0: I do remember on that trip to you know, that is dad put such a love for our country in us. Um, through trips such as that, because of course he was a military man before he came back to God and was so patriotic. And, but then also he just wanted us to value things that were built around family and God. And he felt like our country was built on principles of, of what the forefathers knew was godliness to the best of their ability without having the truth. And so they were trying to build the country on principles of godliness. But I remember on that trip, one of the first places that we actually went, if you remember, this was Gettysburg, Pennsylvania. Yes. And we stayed at KOAs all across the eastern uh, part of the country on that trip, which Mm -hmm. was really fun. You know, camping out and swimming in the pools of the KOA and and all the different things you could do. KOAs were really neat for families back then. They Mm -hmm. had game rooms and a lot of them had... Shuffleboard and all kinds of ping pong tables, ping pong tables, Mm -hmm. and then the pool, of course. And so for families, they were a fun option to stay and very
1: clean, very Very clean, very
0: clean. They had you know the nice shower rooms, and then they also had laundry rooms where you could go do your laundry. Mm -hmm. And so that was our our camping place of choice when we traveled in the truck Um, and the camper topper, which we often did. Um, yes (laughs) (laughs) we saw a lot of amazing country on trips like that but uh, on that one we went to Gettysburg Pennsylvania and I I just remember the I think that's the first time that school work came alive for me yes like what I was learning about the history of the United States came alive for me and I've always had a crazy imagination and I love to read Anyway, but Mm -hmm. I remember going to um, the Betsy Ross display there in Gettysburg, Pennsylvania, that a cabin set up uh, like what the Betsy Ross cabin might have been like when she was creating the flag. And then Mm -hmm. they had an area of Gettysburg that was set up uh, of the colonial times, what it probably looked like back when the war of Gettysburg, the battle at Gettysburg took place. And we watched a documentary of it and went to a museum where we saw. Uh, some of the Gettysburg paraphernalia and then also some, they had a, a big display of presidents, wives um, inauguration inaugural gowns Yes, uh, on display there and they also had some on display at the Smithsonian on that trip yes. and I think that was a theme through some of the Smithsonian based institutes that summer and uh-huh. then we took the bus tour of the battlefield in Gettysburg and yes. whoo, oh my words sir. there's two places that I can honestly say impacted me like that mm-hmm. and was such a solemn realization of what mm-hmm. people suffered for freedom yes yes I think that's why I cherish my freedom so so dearly um, right when I remember driving and it was crazy how, when we did that bus tour and they're reenacting it in the earphones and we were sitting on top of that bus. I don't remember. I don't know if you remember that it was an open top bus.
1: Yeah. It was like a double decker
0: and you and I were on top. And I think mom and dad was, it was cold, chilly morning and it was Uh foggy and it was summertime, but that's kind of in the mountains back there. Yes. And it was summertime and the bus tour started around, I think it was around six in the morning because they wanted you to experience what the Uh military experienced when they were on the battlefield. So you're living this reenactment and taking this tour of this reenactment of how the day started for them and then how the battle would fire up during the day. And literally, I remember the fog mist settling on that battlefield. Mm -hmm. And it was almost like you could see, you know that's probably kind of weird and I'm not uh, into demons and spirits and all that kind of no, stuff. I mean, I know was real, it, but, but it but was our imagination, but you like can feel it. In that mist, you could, uh, it was like you could see the mm-hmm. battle going on and of course they're reenacting it through the earphones. Right. And honestly, I think probably the only, and maybe three, I could probably say probably the three places that impacted me such as that would be, Gettysburg. Yes. Where where I really felt for the first time such a, as a small child a deep appreciation mm-hmm. for freedom.
1: Mm-hmm. And
0: then the other two places that impacted me like that, I would say one is Dachau, Germany, when I visited there in 2000 and uh 2000 2001, 2001. Um mm-hmm. when I went to Dachau, Germany and it was the first concentration camp by the um Third Reich that was opened, and it was Mm -hmm. the last concentration camp to be be, um, delivered by the Allied forces, and I felt that same solemn sense of (laughs) what the hell these people suffered, and they just wanted freedom. And uh, um, the sign on the gate, and I can't remember how to say it in German, said work makes free, Mm -hmm. And that was such a lie because they would say, if you work really hard, you'll earn your freedom in this camp. And Uh they knew they were lying through their teeth and they would take them to the firing squads and put them in the, in the ovens Ovens, and take them in the gas chambers and then put them in the ovens. And that is why I hate socialism and communism with a passion because I've experienced that history firsthand and (laughs) saw literally with my own eyes that. Um, what took place, and people will never convince me that didn't happen. I think right. I don't want to get intense, but nobody will ever lie to me and tell me that history didn't take place. I know better. And then yes. the other place was Gethsemane when we visited yes. Gethsemane in Israel. And I realized what Jesus did, you know, yes. the Garden of Gethsemane. And yes. so um, I didn't mean to get that intense, but on that trip, I do remember that. You know, yeah. that, 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 that was the beginning of my realization of, of what freedom was, but we ended that trip in North Carolina in the mountains of, of the smoky mountains. And that's where mm-hmm. we, my mom is a quarter Cherokee. And so we yes. are an eighth Cherokee, yes. right? Yes. And we looked for our name on the family roll and we couldn't find it there. Um. So mm-hmm. we still need to check in Oklahoma. But um, yes. that was a lot of fun that trip, and then we ended up back in Kansas. That was one of many trips like that. The other trip like that, probably, I would say, that was hysterical. To in today, we're already at an hour. We could go on all day reminiscing about this kind of stuff. <laughs> but it was the year that we thought we were going to spend Gr- Branson and Chris- Christmas in Branson. Yes, <laughs> and I'm sure the whole family remembers that we had. Rented a cabin in Branson and all this good stuff. And on the way to Branson, a blizzard struck,
1: A whiteout <laughs> blizzard. And I and do we, mean whiteout.
0: And we didn't even know if we were going to get to Missouri, let alone Branson. Uh-huh. <laughs> and finally, and remember we, did. we got to Springfield and dad yes. and mom and everybody was like, we're not going to Branson because those mountains from here to Branson, we can't get over them. I think they right. actually shut the highways down because it was so they bad. Did. Yeah. And so we were stuck in Springfield and mm-hmm. we had to stay at Drury Inn. And um, Marcia and Greg got the suite that had the conference room attached.
1: To that. <laughs> yes. And we got the suite that had the jacuzzi.
0: <laughs> yes. And then Paul and Lori got a suite. And I think Paul and Lori had um, Jeff and Mitch was no, I don't think was was yeah Molly they had there? Melody
1: okay she they was had no itty
0: bitty she, she was, was I think she
1: might have been two or three I
0: think I just recently moved back to Kansas probably had only been home a year maybe two then and um of course Noni bear was a piece of the sky you and Joe right. were married but Noni bear wasn't with us yet right and that Christmas actually ended being one of my ended up being one of my favorite Christmases
1: us too We've we still been, um, talk about it
0: yeah we ate we spent we opened christmas presents in marsh and greg's suite because they had the biggest suite yes and then we ate dinner at a <laughs> like, i don't know <laughs> what it, cafe.
1: Was. it was it was a cafe kind of like but they a, had opened it up to all of the homeless people or whatever kind that of like day. a
0: perkins type thing maybe Yes, and they'd opened it up to all the homeless people, <laughs> literally, legit. Yes. And we had Christmas with homeless people and some families that wanted to eat in a restaurant. And honestly, it was so fun, girl. I remember. It
1: was. Christmas, And we all sat, remember, at a big, long table right down yes. the middle of the restaurant.
0: Yes. And everybody sat with each other. It wasn't as if your family got their own table. No. And we ate at Waffle House that week more times than I can even count
1: on probably <laughs> two hands <laughs> yes and remember there was a pool that had a glass wall and it was heated yes and the kids loved swimming in it because they could swim under the glass wall outside and there was snow and ice everywhere but, but the, the pool, pool was, was heated, heated so they were swimming in that heated <laughs> pool outside and they thought that was just the coolest thing and one thing I remember about that sorry I didn't mean to interrupt no. you no you're Joe fine. said he has never forgotten this he still laughs every time he tells the Dad got in there. I don't know if it was in the pool or the they had like a one of those little hot tubs or whatever in there. And he said, he just took his shoes off and climbed in his (laughs) jeans, his socks, he had his wallet, he had his keys, his watch. And Joe was looking at him like, Aren't you gonna take all that stuff off, Dad? I was just like, ah, oh, this feels so good.
0: He was crazy like that. When dad got something in his in his hat and mm-hmm. he knew it would make people laugh, he'd just do crazy stuff like that.
1: And he had that cute little quirky laugh and go. Uh-huh, uh-huh, uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> that is true i totally <laughs> forgot
0: about that but he did do that we had so much fun yes. that hotel became our home that week and then on Friday night I think it was we finally were able to get through and we Go drove down and went to Dixie stampede
1: yes that was fun
0: man that was just a super fun christmas that was one of the fun memories so I think all that yes. to say that um in life you know you gotta you gotta balance the crazy stuff with the fun stuff and when life hands you lemons you literally do make lemonade it's all in how you respond to situations you know and I think man I think mom and dad were really good at taking turning crazy situations into good memories
1: yes and I think too Anna something that I would like to say about that is they were so good at teaching us in the balance that you don't have to be so stoic. Oh, yeah. Uh, I think, is that the right word? Stoic, that you can't enjoy life. Right. Being a Christian doesn't mean you have to walk around with a frown on your face and straight lips and serious dead look in your eyes. <laughs> they taught us, you know, enjoy life. Laughter is the spice of life and enjoy life. Find the good things. Um, You know, there is times to cry. There are, there are times to cry. That's the proper English. Um, There are times to be serious, but it's okay to laugh and to enjoy life and look for the fun things in life too. Just because you're a Christian doesn't mean you have to go around looking like you're in the molly grubs all the time
0: yes it's so true and our home was just full of laughter i mean yes through some of the craziest times we cried we did cry i remember when yes. the house burnt and we cried it was horrible yes. we didn't even have clothes to wear to church i don't know if you remember no. that. dad yeah we that stayed in a jeans and a shirt hotel that a smoky smelling because we didn't even have we didn't have clothes Nothing. to sleep in like we had to go to walmart that night and just buy garments to take mm-hmm. a shower and to sleep in. We yes. had nothing. We came home from yes. school and we literally had nothing.
1: <laughs> nothing. Except <laughs> and, our uniforms that we were in.
0: <laughs> yes. And and for we had nothing for a while until the insurance money kicked in and, and helped right. us get some items to live life again. And remember we lived in a trailer that summer and there's some funny stories about that. We'll yes. say those for another day.
1: Yes, um, that'll have to be another time. <laughs>
0: but um but mom and dad just really kept life fun. And I think, you know, um, they, you and I were blessed. We were in a part of mom and dad's life where they were probably a little bit more prosperous than when Paul and Marcia and Jeffy grew up because life was hard. They were in the early years of mom and dad being young pastors and a young couple and coming back to God and getting everything Right. right. So I'm sure that things were not always easy then and they weren't always easy when we were growing up but we mom and dad were probably in a more prosperous time of life Mm -hmm. um, when you and I came we were not filthy rich by any means but we were not poverty stricken either um, uh, by any means dad had his business by then and the church was growing yes and um, so but they always made life fun and so anyway I just when I look back at all that I'm glad for the balance that Even though there were the times that we cried, a lot of times those crying times would end up in hysterical laughter, which they still do.
1: Yes. I mean, that's just
0: something that's a part of our life. It's like one minute we're all bawling our face off and then the next minute we're hee-hawing until our legs are crossed, you know? (laughs) Yes. So um, I'm glad. That's something about the elder family that I love because we don't crawl in the pit and stay there. We fight our way out and a lot of that fighting our way out is through laughter And um, like you said,
1: laughter is good like medicine. Yes, ma'am. Well, this has been fun, but I think it's time we're going to have to go and tell everybody. Thank you all for coming along on this ride of laughter today and enjoying. I hope you all enjoy it with us. Hope you enjoy us sharing some of our memories. And Anna, I sure enjoyed getting to reminisce with you. That was some fun times. We'll have to do it again another day. Yes, that was some of our other stories that we have under our hats that we we have in life and memories. Thank God yes. for those good memories, because, you know, sometimes in the bad times, it's good to pull those good memories out yes. and it helps to get through the bad times and the sad times and the hard times. So and to thank remind God.
0: yourself, you know, to remind yourself that troubles don't last always. Right. And there so is a light
1: at the is, end of the tunnel.
0: That is so true. And I just want to remind our listeners to make sure to tune in. We are going to be introducing our other sister, Lori yes. Elder, and you're not going to yes. want to miss that. We're excited to have her join us. You met Marcia and you met Mom, yes. and we have a lot of girls, and elder girls in this family. And yes. it's time for <laughs> our for our audience to meet some more elder girls. We have Lori who is Paul's wife, and she's our other sister that's been in our life for a long, long time, almost pretty much as long as I can remember, and uh, so I'm excited for her to share her story, and then after that, we get to start on the younger elder girls.
1: Yay, (laughs) which we have a lot of those too. (laughs) We have a lot of those
0: too, (laughs) so uh, even down to some great nieces that have elder blood flowing in their veins. (laughs) Yes,
1: we're super thankful God has blessed us.
0: Yes. So anyway, make sure to tune in and thank you all again for being a part of the Elder Girl family and our community and
1: share with your friends. Yes. Have a wonderful day. We love y'all and appreciate y'all.